Welcome to The Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 133075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW with your host, Tina Mitchell. This is the Saturday, February 23rd show. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage experts. (laughs) 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 Bringing in expert advice and insight knowledge on today's events and how it affects our local economy. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to answer any questions or connect you with the amazing guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And our lineup for today's show, we have Dan Wingard with Keller Williams Bellevue, the value of tech-enabled agent. We also have Dan Edwards, the Eastside Real Estate Team, Keller Williams Realty Bellevue, the tech-enabled agent. We're going to talk a lot about technology, IA, and how it affects our real estate agents and our buyers and sellers out there. And last guest in studio for the first time, Michael Abrahamson of Rainier Title. And we're going to be sharing a little bit about video and social media, which is his passion and expertise. Great information (laughs) and great guest on the show today. As always, for questions, you can call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And let's start the show with some money chat. Money. Money. All right, Keelan, little money chat. What do you got going on for today? Well, we got this crazy thing in the sky. It's really bright and it's warm, and I don't know what it is. I have my air conditioning on. That was a little crazy. <laughs> it's like, whoa, what is that thing in the sky? The sun came out today. We're pretty excited about that. Um, you know, I was going to chat a little bit. I was reading this uh, this interview with um, David Bach, who's a best-selling author. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the best-selling financial author of all time, to be specific. Wow. He had a... Uh, a uh, book called The Automatic Millionaire that was, uh, I think it was like 31 weeks straight, bestseller. Mm-hmm. Um, but I alluded uh, the other week to the gateway to wealth uh, is purchasing a home. And you know, my yeah. previous experience being a financial advisor, mm-hmm. that's the whole reason I switched to real estate. because I have such a passion behind uh, real estate as an investment. Mm-hmm. So um, reading this article and, and some of the things, it, it just kind of just kind of struck me and uh, I wanted to kind of call to action to... Uh, the people listening to the show, you know, um, you, we do from time to time, not often though, right? We get people on the fence who are like rent or buy, rent or buy. Sure. And uh, there specifically, he mentions, David, uh, that the average homeowner to this day is 38 times wealthier than a renter. Mm-hmm. And how the amount of money that you spend on renting, you end up where you started with no wealth whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And so people... You know, first and foremost, go out, get some numbers, figure out where you stand, kind of get an entry point of, you know, what does it look like for me to be a homeowner? You know, and a good rule of thumb, and you can probably add to this, Tina, is 30%. 
um, of your take-home pay should be approximately mortgage payment. Some people are comfortable with yeah. more. Some people don't are go up to lending, which is 50, 55 percent. That's crazy. That's hardcore. That's, that's hardcore. Re- <laughs> yeah, you are you are house broke. Yeah, you are that's house a, broke. Yeah, you don't want to be that person. Uh-huh. But go out and check it out, people. I, at the end of the day, you're going to pay somebody rent and make them rich, or you're going to make yourself rich. So yeah, go out there and get some numbers and talk to an expert. You know, find an agent, mm-hmm. talk to us, get your numbers and figure it out. Yeah, such great <laughs> advice, uh, Keelan, because, and obviously we represent the uh, the finance side and we have a couple of real estate agents in here today, but we all do what we do because we're passionate and believe in home ownership. And, you know, the really scary thing, which I've brought in before is with rent is the scary thing is not being able to continue to afford to pay rent, you know, with your mortgage at some point in time, if you stick on your 30 years, it's going to be paid off. You know, it's a fixed payment. You know what it's going to be outside of taxes and insurance, uh, whereas rents, they continue to go up. And what if you just can't continue to afford? to pay. So you've got to pay a roof over your head. It's not like any other investment. You don't have a a choice in whether you want to pay to have a roof over your head. So you might as well have that home ownership. And like Keely mentioned too, really in looking at the numbers, because that's the great thing about mortgage and financing is everything is numbers. You just run the numbers and it says whether it's good, why, you know, red or green and whether it makes sense for you and your family or not. Totally agree. Yeah. So also I just wanted to give a shout out for now networking uh, spring gala. It's coming up on March 15th and it goes from 6 to 9 p.m. And it's going to be an amazing night. There's a dinner, sell it, and live auction. Um, there's going to be live entertainment. The MC will be King 5 News anchor, Emity uh, and Andrid- Andrizy. That's hard to pronounce. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She'll kill me for that. Now, the, uh, the amazing thing about uh, NOW organization is what they support. Their mission is to raise scholarship funds for young women in the community who are overcoming adversity and making strides to improve their life. Now, they provide scholarship funds for them, but they also mentor them throughout the, the year. And, you know, Keelan, one of my, my passions is extending my coaching program that I do for business professionals um, to... Uh, kids that have had challenging uh, life but are excelling very highly in education and be able to put them through uh, my program. So it's a really great uh, fit for me and what I'm trying to accomplish as well. And I'm proud to say that I'm, I'm honored to be their keynote speaker. So I'll be sharing my story of tragedy to triumph. And so come and support the organization, support these women's journey of tragedy into triumph and would love to spend some time with you. So you can register at uh, nownetworkingwa.com or of course you can connect with us here at the studio and Keelan will be there so you can meet your host and your co-host. How fun would that be? All right, coming up next in the Money Hour, the value of tech-enabled agent Dan Wingard of Keller Williams Realty, Bellevue, right here at 1150 AM, KKNW, after the short break. What's a win-win for you? As a top real estate consultant, that's a question that is always asked of their prospective buyers and sellers. As the number one real estate company in North America in agent count with over 100,000 agents and growing, that's a question Gary Keller has asked the top agents in the country since founding Keller Williams Realty International in 1983. Providing a win-win environment is central to building a company that tops the industry in training, marketing, and technology, culture, and wealth-building strategies. Hi, this is Dan Wingard with Keller Williams Realty in downtown Bellevue, you can reach me directly at 206-501-9728, or you can visit us online at kellerwilliamsbellevue.com. You can contact me directly, and I'll provide you a copy of Gary Keller's latest book, The One Thing. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. 
and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. You're a local mortgage expert right here on 1150 AM KKNW. It is a great day to talk about money, and that's what the show is about, how to make money, how to save money so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. To connect with the guests that we have on the show, you can call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's one 855 Four hundred eleven fifty, or online at themoneyr.com. And in studio right now, it's been a little while since we've had him in studio, but he has uh, came in and shared quite a few times. Uh, happy to have Dan Wingard of Keller Williams Realty Bellevue uh, talking about the value of tech-enabled agent. Dan, thank you so much for coming Tina, back in Keelan. studio. Oh, pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure to hang out with you guys. Love it. And a little bit about Dan. Uh, Dan leads a successful real estate brokerage of over 270 real estate brokers in downtown Bellevue, Washington. He leads the coaching powerful real estate agents and teams to profit quickly and create lasting and fulfilling success. Dan is professionally trained productivity, transformation, and life coach, presenter, and musician. Actually, for those of you that heard my song's uh, dream, Dan actually helped me get that produced. Um, He is a member of the International Coaching Federation and graduate of Accomplished Coaching. Dan shares an understanding and creative success from the inside out and is just a true inspiration to everybody that he comes in contact with. That's beautiful, Tina. Thank you so much. You're beautiful, I'm Dan. getting warm fuzzies right now. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> I'm on my so glad I'm here. Oh, that's the sunshine. <laughs> ding, ding in the sky. It's on you, Keelan. Oh, all right. <laughs> you sure you guys don't need another moment there? <laughs> all right. So cute. Uh, so, Dan, uh, we're talking about the value of a tech-enabled agent, and we talk about this a lot. Obviously, it's nothing we're going to avoid. Tech right. is just getting more and more... Um, I don't know what the word is. Prevalent. Exciting. Prevalent. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then you also hear the flip side of the concerns for like, are are these people going to, this automation, these, you know, is it going to take over our jobs, you know? So um, what do you think about technology taking the place of agents and like an example, Expedia with, with travel agents, that type of thing? What do you think the chance of this are? Yeah, I think there's some value, so much value in technology in providing things that we didn't have before. And it provides the client and the customer things like never before. They have information, they have all kinds of things. But I don't think there will ever uh, be a replacement for a true professional that really gets the needs of the client, sees them where they are, and is that unbiased resource that can help Mm -hmm. them. A true professional will be that. And I just like... You might be able to read books on law, but would you replace an attorney? And I think that's the same yeah. role that a real estate broker will have moving forward. I think we'll always be there. Yeah, I totally agree. And and I'm a bit in the industry for over two decades. And I remember back. Are you that uh, old? I, I am that old. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks, Dan. You're welcome. Uh, and uh, <laughs> over at um, uh, when the technology came out with just uh, the Internet, And before then, the agents would have their big, huge books, Mm -hmm. and the only way people could see homes is they would meet with the agent, and they'd open up this big book that would have all these flyers with the listings in it. And then um, the internet came in, and the conversation sounds similar now to what it was then, is, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Because now the clients can 
see all the information themselves and look at what a huge benefit that has right. been. For everyone. Everybody's in, we're all taking selfies in here. I love it. It's so much fun if we were <laughs> doing not, a Facebook I'm Live. Focused. Yeah, I'm focused. I am not focused. taking selfies right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's our other two guests we'll talk with later. Um, and yeah, so if you, uh, if you look at and compare that and look at how much easier, not only it made for the buyers and the sellers, the consumers out there looking at homeownership, but for the agents and being able to service them. So yeah. fast forward now, how do you feel that this new technology coming in is going to help agents be able to service their buyers and sellers easier? Yeah, great question. So um, an agent needs to pay attention to technology and where it's going and what it's doing and that uh, data is huge because clients are seeing things and they're having their own perception about what's going on. Like you can get a Zestimate, like a, a, a Zillow value on mm-hmm. your home. And is that the reality? So when you have somebody that's out there as a professional seeing homes, getting in homes, meeting with buyers and sellers every single day, um, that's somebody that can give a, give a better perception of a computer-generated value. So yeah. I, I think that'll always be there. Yeah, we can't deny the data. Everything's built. You don't know where you're where you're at. If you don't have the data, the numbers, how do you mm-hmm. even make a decision? But people do buy emotionally, right? Correct. Yeah. So that's where always will. they always mm-hmm. will. Yeah. You know, that's where the the human comes into into play. But as this technology gets more advanced and such, how do you think this is? I mean, going to help agents to grow their business? How can they utilize this technology and take advantage of it as opposed to looking at it like, oh, it's the devil, right? You know. There's always those that look at it that way. And I think that's probably with anything new, any changes, uh, people see things. I remember as a kid, my folks thought the TV was the devil. And (laughs) now now I think my mother might think Facebook is the devil, but she's starting to get engaged with it. Uh And it's just interesting with technology how um, we start finding ways to be able to to serve better. And what I see with technology now is it provides systems, it provides... Mm -hmm. Um, really, if we use it effectively, it can give us more time for relationships. And I think that's what we get away from is people get caught up in their phones. You know, my partner's here taking selfies. They should be focused on my incredible value <laughs> that I bring here. But they you know, can but go back and it. listen to the replay, yeah, so exactly. it's all good. Yeah, so you can, so you can utilize it. Uh-huh. You can utilize technology. But I think if we, if we realize that technology is something to help us focus more on relationships, help us structure our time and our day better by all of the systems and things that are available, then we can fully serve at a higher level. And I think we just need to keep looking at that. Yeah, and that is so true. People think that uh, technology takes us away from being able to connect because we are so engaged in it, but it does do the exact opposite if you use it for the right reasons, to have the systems, everything in play, and it allows more time to be able to engage. I love that. Yeah, so, and a wi- wider scope, too. I uh-huh. mean, we're, we're worldwide in our communication. I know, isn't we that truly, amazing? It, it is, and we can connect with people around the world instantly. Yes and share value and and connect and build relationships, which is amazing. So true. Dan, what about the most important or needed tech tools for real estate agents to be able to best service their clients? Well, this goes back to, uh, I think this has always been, it's the ones they use. Yeah. You know, there's so many different tools out there and Mm -hmm. so many things available and uh, I, I think the, the number one tool, though, actually is going to be their database, you know, yes. how they have their database. And what we're seeing now, and I think Dan Edwards is going to talk about this, is artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and how that's affecting things. So we're creating a foundation of where we can see what our clients are needing. 
And so we can we can effectively help them better because mm-hmm. we're we're kind of getting in their business. Yes. And uh, just like when you see Netflix showing up with or Amazon, different things showing up that you need versus everybody else. Yes. Now we're going to be able to do that and provide value um, specifically for their needs and kind of knowing ahead of time what they might be what they might be wanting. Yeah, so yeah. true. That AI is kind of scary. You ever like well, mention something you know, and then it shows up on your Google feed and you're yeah. like, I didn't even I didn't type that in. I like said it. They're listening to me, <laughs> you know. This is, what's going on? Right. But it's there. It's real it's, and it's uh, engaging. It's real, so yeah. if we're not embracing that, then uh-huh. uh, we're going to be left behind. Exactly. So. Yeah. I agree. What about challenges? Let's talk a little bit about that, Dan. What are what do you see as some of the challenges in today's tech world for agents? I think a perception can be that the agent is less valuable. Like the consumer can think that they don't need an agent, and so they'll get out and do things, and it, which, which can potentially damage them. Mm-hmm. So I would just encourage anybody thinking about real estate, look at, look at all of the data there, but talk to a professional that's been in the business for a while and that really engages not only with technology and all of the data there, but they, they know how to decipher that and to, to really help the, the folks make a good decision. So, Dan, what about actions that an agent should be taking right now to stay on top of technology and the continued growth of it? Uh, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many, so many resources now, and continue to stay focused on uh, what the client needs and what they're seeing. So um, they're not they're not getting left behind, and the client telling them what they should know. So, mm-hmm. staying on top of technology. What about the? Uh are there any specific keys that you would say to be successful in today's tech-driven world as an agent? Are there anything specifically that you would say um, that you could tell agents to, to make them more successful? Yeah, I would say don't get caught up in the technology. It's still a people business, and mm-hmm. it always will be. So it's always about um, what's important to your client, what's important to the others, and, and paying attention to that and letting the tools be a resource that helps you do that better versus letting it get in the way of, of, of really showing up powerfully for people. I like how he, he's always, we're talking about tech, but you refer to mindset, and that's so important. Yeah, he, Dan is all about mindset. I could totally agree with that. It's how you think it's going to be and how mm-hmm. you can how it affects you and your mindset. If you right. think you're going to be defeated by this algorithm. That's anything, right? Yeah, you lost yeah. the game. Right. But, right. You know? It's exciting. I mean, we're an exciting um, portion in real estate and in our world, really. I mean, just how we can connect so, so incredibly exponentially with this viral radio show that everybody's going to be listening to. Exactly. The millions and billions (laughs) Billions. of people that are hearing this show. We're affecting billions right now. They are. (laughs) It's a movement. Uh It is. It is a movement. Uh, and, and yeah, so really uh, taking advantage of the technology to get the system set up to be able to kind of read what your clients really are wanting without having to hear it from them so you can uh, cater around those needs without having mm-hmm. to go through all that work. And then take that extra time, as Dan's talking about, to really get face-to-face, spend yeah. quality time with your clients, um, really spend more time educating them on the process and why it's so important for them um, to be a part of this uh, team in this process. So what should agents be focusing on in this market that's kind of showing where our trend is going. Talk a little bit about the, the, what's happening in the market. It still gets back to the basics of connecting with people and then providing them the tools. So however you connect, you can connect on social media, whatever that is, but lead them to where you're getting a belly to belly. You're having a conversation. You're, you're really engaging with them and utilizing technology for that, not letting it get flipped around. Yeah. And, and really, I think a lot of times 
majority of consumers don't realize that where the really hard work starts is first in the negotiation and really getting the best price, whether you're putting your uh, working for the seller or getting the best price if you're working for the buyer. And then the next step, the most difficult is once it's under contract to navigate because there is right. a lot that's happening behind the scenes that unless you're in the industry, right. you have no idea um, what's happening. So it's a really important part that I don't think uh, can ever be replaced. I agree. And th- and I think that's clients don't potentially don't see that value. And it used to be, well, you just help me find a house or you just mm-hmm. help me price the house, things like that. But it truly is in the in the trenches where you bring value. Yes, Thanks for I the mic drop. I mean, that was just beautiful. He, that was he left so me speechless. <laughs> but um, I just think that if, uh, you know, running the uh, Keller Williams office in Bellevue, and we're really focusing on um, artificial intelligence, uh, Keller Williams as a whole is really becoming a technology company. Yeah, they are. And uh, we have incredible education, and we just invite any agent from any office to come uh, get engaged with whatever we have. We're not going to you know, jump all over you and recruit you. We just want to bring that value to, well, Dan says we might. No, we won't. <laughs> I won't. But, um, but, but I, just like I, I want to know what other brokerages are doing. We all yes. work together, you know. Yeah. Of course we compete, but we want to make sure that we're collaboratively providing the best value for our clients and continuing to do that. So as a leader in the office, I want to make sure we're creating a culture of truly serving our clients at the mm. highest level and having a productivity environment to where we're just engaging and continually growing and, and serving at a better level. Yeah, so well said. And it is really important for our real estate agents to make sure that they're aligned with a company that is embracing technology. Yep. And so making sure you understand uh, what's out there and what's happening. So love that. And you guys you know, run uh, workshops on, on consistently. consistently. Yeah. Yep. So you can reach out to the show. Uh, we can get you connected with, uh, with Dan. Thank oh, you so much Dan, for coming back in <laughs> studio. Always here. a pleasure to have you here. Likewise. And coming up next on the money hour, the tech enabled agent. Talk a little bit more about that with Dan Edwards, the Eastside real estate team, Keller Williams, Realty Bellevue, right here at 1150 AM KKNW after the short break. Have you heard about how housing prices are on the rise on the east side? Curious about what your home is worth? Whether you're just curious or looking to sell, the east side real estate team can provide you with a comprehensive market analysis to help you determine the value of your home. Six-time winner of the five-star and customer satisfaction award as seen in Seattle Magazine. Just hear what their past clients have to say about them. Tom from Sammamish says... We received a full price offer after only nine days on the market. They're a great team, and I recommend them without hesitation. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. You're a local mortgage expert right here at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, February 23rd show. We're here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. But if you'd like to connect with the guest or have any questions, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's one 855 
411.50 or online at themoneyhour.com. In studio right now, we have Dan Edwards, the Eastside Real Estate Team, Keller Williams Realty Bellevue, and we're going to continue our conversation with the tech-enabled agent. Dan, thank you so much for coming back in studio. It's been a little while since we've uh, chatted. Well, Tina, thanks for having me. Keelan, thanks for having me. This is uh, an honor and a pleasure to be here talking with you guys. Likewise. And a little bit about Dan, again, the Eastside Real Estate Team, Keller Williams Realty. Dan entered real estate in March of 2006. He bat his background in sales, business, and technology had enabled him to be more efficient real estate professional. He loves real estate and people, and it was only natural that he would enjoy putting the two together. Dan's vision is to ensure the purpose of buying, selling, and investing in real estate, making it a positive one. He believes in ledger leveraging the power of strengths. The Eastside Real Estate team's mission is to be professional, quality team with a vision to build and strengthen their community by guiding their clients through the process of buying, selling, or investing in real estate right on the east side. As team leader, Dan is dedicated to helping empower his team members to achieve their mission. In addition, he works with buyers and sellers to negotiate a strong position to purchase their home. As a certified negoti negotiating expert, Dan seeks to leverage his skills into the best possible negotiating position for his clients. Investing in real estate is why Dan started in his career in real estate, helping investors identify their needs, return on an investment, and investing strategies in is a passion of Dan as well. So Dan, we were talking about how technology is changing all the industries. I mean, it's changing everything in this world and how we function and the things uh, and how we do things, uh, period. So in what ways do you think specifically it's shaping real estate? That's a great question. Let me first like start off by saying that, you know, we I, Dan did a great job kind of outlining kind of the role of technology with agents and, and how it can enhance their businesses. But I think if this has to be said is this, if this technology doesn't do what it's designed to do, which is make the process not only easier for buyers and sellers, but mm -hmm. more cost effective, save yeah. them money, right? <laughs> and as agents, we're constantly talking about new technology. What can we do to, to help our clients better? But what we don't always do is connect the dots. How can it save our clients money? And uh, like your, your uh, money hour point about investing, getting off the rat race, of mm -hmm. the rent race or whatever it's called, right? Love that. And getting <laughs> onto something, technology can help you do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and it, it can help you do that, which in turn grows your wealth. So that's where I see the industry is always trying to figure out how to use it, but there's sometimes a disconnect. Mike, you go, technology will solve all the problems, mm -hmm. right? Dan alluded to it earlier in the first segment. Technology won't solve all the problems. You mm -hmm. still have to have the human touch. Yes. Yeah. And, I, you know, I love that. To know how to really connect the dots so that you can uh, utilize technology, what it's there for, which is to save money, save time. And so what about uh, with technology, what's important for consumers that they should know about? So I have a saying um, for us and our team is, is that we will utilize technology but not get trapped by it. And mm -hmm. sometimes you have paralysis by analysis, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. And there's so much great information out there. It's like, um, you know, most people that do stock day, stock trading, all that kind of stuff, uh -huh. they're now analyzing a lot of data yes. in order to kind of find the peaks and valleys, right? But the real estate purchase is not solely an investment. It's a home. Yes. Yeah. It's a place where people live. The emotional... So if you get caught up in the technology and it's like, gosh, I look at my Zestimate and here's where it's at and where should I sell and when should I buy and all those kinds of things, sometimes you end up not making a decision because you're so overwhelmed by the amount of information. Yeah. So the goal should be for any technology out there, is, and actually a high percentage of the majority of 
technology that's being developed in the real estate sector isn't for the consumer. It's for the agent. So mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you actually change that? And I think that's some of the things that I want to talk about today. Okay. I like that. A confused mind doesn't act, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, and even though me and Tina... We do a lot of numbers and mm-hmm. things like that. That's not our love, and that's not your guys' love. Oh, I love. The house. Oh, I love the numbers. <laughs> well, I love the numbers too. But like the warm and fuzzy is yes, handing keys over to a family exactly. and changing a legacy mm-hmm. is that keeps me motivated. You mm-hmm. know, I've, you can only look at so many thirty-year, fifteen-year mortgages, interest rate, blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, uh, to to really find your why. Yeah, when you connect, when you can connect that, that you're sitting across a, a couple that have spent thirty years in this home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now it's time to make a change. They want somebody that cares the same amount as they do mm-hmm. about what's about to happen. Yeah. And the process is confusing. Confu- confusing. <laughs> Easier <laughs> said than done. <laughs> the process can be confusing. Uh-huh. So to be able to have an agent that can interpret the data and then kind of step in there personally, I think that's that's very key. Yeah, and I always, it's important to have, a, you know, the left side of the brain, which is the um, facts and the numbers and the right hand side of the brain, which is the story and the emotion. You've got to really bring that balance in because otherwise it can be um, uh, a, a pretty bad process. Yeah, it gets transactional. And speaking of, Dan, what is big data? Okay, so let's geek out here a little bit because I, I like out. to do that. So um, picture, if you will, okay, those of you that are listening to this on the radio, they don't see I'm holding a, uh, a water bottle in my hand with water, right? <laughs> Which we're not supposed to have in the studio, by the way, oh, but our engineer I mean, lets not, us. Just pretending like <laughs> I do. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, if, if yeah. I was holding a bottle of water, right, <laughs> that, that represents a certain amount of data, right? Uh-huh. Now picture the ocean. Okay, that's big data. So yes. in the real estate world, big data is not just the listings that are available today. Uh-huh. It's all the listings that ever sold since they started collecting that data. Yeah, wow. Okay. In addition, let's see, let's take it to another level. Is, you know, today we got into contract with a particular buyer, right? Mm-hmm. So that buyer got into contract on their home. But wouldn't that buyer like to have the insight of what statistically speaking makes my offer more successful as I formulate it? And the only way to do that is to tap into big data, is to tap into not just the purchases that were done here in Seattle uh, in this particular market, but the purchases in similar markets across the country of when you formulate an offer with a certain amount of earnest money, with a certain amount of down payment, with a certain amount of offer price on the Mm -hmm. current asking price. So big data is all of that information. That's crazy. So that you can use that in order to help your buyers make a more informed decision. That's what big data is, is pulling that in, pulling in traffic data, mm-hmm. pulling in uh, tax data, pulling in um, what the appreciation of a specific neighborhood over the history and then similar neighborhoods across the country. Yeah. So being able to tap into not just a small data set, but huge, immense data sets. And, and you know, how exciting for big data, because it's really going to help for consumers to... Um, uh, feel more confident in the decision that they're making because they've got all of that amazing information. Right. Yeah. Instead of having analysis paralysis, yes. you have some conclusions. and It just um, brings it all together. And we'll talk about the conclusions when uh-huh. we're talking about the AI. Yeah. So let's get right into that. Let's yeah. talk about AI, artificial intelligence. Um, so that's the part that I alluded to. So you mm-hmm. can't actually have AI without big data. You can make a few decisions, but you can't really go on the high level of... And actually, AI is actually artificial thinking. It's, it's planning ahead. So there's no pre-programmed result. So it's taking all these factors and saying, we think this could happen. Here's an example outside of real estate. 
let's say that you have an app on your phone that's connected to your health and medical records, right? Okay. And um, one day you wake up, you got a rash on your arm, and it's kind of scratchy, right? So you take out your phone that's connected to your, your health background, and you take uh-huh. a picture of that. So AI is actually scanning that picture, cross-referencing that picture against your, um, your medical history, mm-hmm. against others' medical history, wow. against the photo. And then it's actually the AI, the thinking is where it looks at your calendar, determines you have time available for a doctor's consult, actually orders, pre-orders the medication because it determines it's like a brown recluse spider bite uh-huh. and, and has a solution for you without any interaction from you whatsoever. Wow. That's the artificial intelligence portion. And how that translates for the homeowner is some of the things that we're doing at Keller Williams with our technology is every single listing that goes into the MLS anywhere in the United States gets put into our big data bank. Okay. And every f- photograph is scanned. And those photographs are then cataloged by the attributes in the pictures that the AI recognizes. So now how that translates for our consumer product that we're going to be releasing at the end of quarter two is consumers can start to like things in pictures, and it's going to start to feed them properties that match their criteria with similar attributes in those pictures. That is crazy. And can you, I mean, that is so powerful because the individual consumer has so many um, different connections and likes and dislikes to a property that who would have time to be able to manage and figure all that out? And now you've got technology that's going to be able to do it. And how much less stressful for a consumer to be able to just automatically get um, available to them on their phone properties that are most likely for it, you know they're for them. Yeah, it's the predictive analytics where it starts to tell you what you like. Yes. Yeah. Love that. I like the pictures too. We uh-huh. have, we're, we're talking about one episode, like the attention span of us compared to a goldfish and yeah. we're going to lose in a couple of years. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of a nice thing. Uh-huh. Um, I, when we were chatting with Dan earlier, we were talking about some of the challenges with agents and technology. What are the, some of the biggest challenges for home buyers and what do they face with technology? Well, so when we were in an incredible hot buyer's market, it was about getting an offer accepted. And I already kind of alluded to the ability to use technology in order to give your buyer a leg up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But also to help you determine the areas you want to live in, right? So the different types of factors that go into where you want to live, in my experience, I have found that there are multiple neighborhoods across the east side that certain individuals are going to want to live in, right? Mm-hmm. So there's neighborhoods in Kirkland, that are similar to neighbors in Sammamish, neighborhoods in Sammamish. But somebody may put in their search parameter that they're just looking in Sammamish because they found that neighborhood and they thought it was nice. So one of the things that technology should do for the consumer is help them determine similar neighborhoods that may have a better commute time for that individual. I was just thinking, and I was actually writing down and making notes here because I wanted to touch. So no more having to drive during the commute time to figure out what that's going to be like because it's already going to save for that, right? Yeah, you're going to put that in your parameter for search is maximum commute time on a bad day, 30 minutes. And then the ability also, different topic but same, is, you know, knowing what what the chances are that there's going to be multiple offers and maybe how much higher that they're going to go over asking price. All of that stuff is part of this, right? It actually plays into the question here about how the challenge for sellers. the sellers, Mm -hmm. okay. And that's pretty cool because you can actually set up Um, using the technology that's being developed right now for Keller Williams is you can actually set up as a listing agent, you can set up the parameters in there and you can show your sellers that based on 
the current market conditions in that neighborhood, uh-huh. if you list it here, At it's going to take 14 days to sell wow. versus here. And it actually, there's a there's a law of diminishing returns. When you overlist a property and it's you know too much money, mm-hmm. that it actually is going to take twice as long to sell it. And that costs them money. So here's the interesting thing that'll be interesting to see, because right now we've got a lot of great data. Take uh, AI out of it. And you know, you know what homes are selling for. You know how long they stay on the market. You know, all of this stuff. But... Um, sellers a lot of the times don't listen to the data that they're being shown. So it'll be interesting to see um, if this creates a different uh, mind shift and thought process to have trust in technology and to take out the emotional piece. Well, when when it comes to the data, numbers can tell a story, right? Yes. But you still have to make your choice. You still have to make your decision. And the interesting thing about that is when I sit down with my sellers and I show them the numbers and we discuss how I went about pricing it, mm-hmm. I can tell them this is this is my philosophy, right? But when I add more data to that and then a little you know bar graph and stuff like that, where it helps them identify exactly what it looks like, the next the conversation is easy. It's sure. easy for me to say this is my price recommendation. Yes, because again, because it's using. More data, it's hard to argue with that. Uh, trust me, I've had the sellers say, but I feel yeah, like it's but- this, you know. <laughs> and, and again, you can't take it out of that. You sure. have to definitely, that's where the human factor has to exist in yeah. this equation. Yeah. You know what I love about that? You only know what you know. So like if your agent is from a specific area, they only know what they know, you know. So you go to somewhere else and you're like, whoa, this place is cool. But using that data to your advantage to find similar things based on what you do know right. and using that to your advantage yeah. to expand things and really take full advantage of it is huge. Well, mm-hmm. and Keelan, what it comes down to, honestly, is it saves the seller's money. Yeah. yeah. I, I, can't, yeah. I can't tell you enough that when you see somebody overprice a property, when you have the right information and the right strategy and the right agent negotiating for you, you're going to end up with more money. Wow. So, Dan, let's get into, because we've got a minute left, and I want to make sure that you've got an opportunity to answer these. I heard that, I've heard mm-hmm. that Keller Williams is doing some really big things around technology. Well, I haven't heard. I know that they are, some mm-hmm. huge stuff. And can you share what's going on around that? Well, I want the listeners to hear. You know, uh, yes. The main concept there is the from the beginning to the end of the transaction. Mm-hmm. And, and as I mentioned, that most of the software, most of the technology that's being developed is technology around productivity for agents. Yeah. Well, one of the biggest challenges is that sellers, buyers, they want to know what's happening in their transaction. So we have the first contract to close solution that's currently in development. And um, we just uh, got back from family reunion uh, yesterday, actually, Mm -hmm. where they were talking about the schedule for launch. So all of this stuff is being developed, not just by a third-party technology firm, Mm -hmm. but it's actually being developed by agents in the field that have the best practices that can provide the technologists with insight as to what's needed for the consumer. Love that. So it's pretty huge. Um, There's a lot of things. So I can't, I don't have enough time to go into (laughs) all. But the the key is that it will provide more smarter solutions for our consumers, saving them more money. Love it. Dan, thank you so much for uh, bringing this into studio. It's a pleasure to have you here and look forward to having you come back to, you know, continue to share what's happening with the uh, AI development. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. And coming up in the Money Hour, video and social media, Michael Abrahamson of Rainier Title, right here at 1150 AM KKNW, after the short break.
what's a win-win for you? As a top real estate consultant, that's a question that is always asked of their prospective buyers and sellers. As the number one real estate company in North America in agent count with over 100,000 agents and growing, that's a question Gary Keller has asked the top agents in the country since founding Keller Williams Realty International in 1983. Providing a win-win environment is central to building a company that tops the industry in training, marketing, and technology, culture, and wealth-building strategies. Hi, this is Dan Wingard with Keller Williams Realty in downtown Bellevue. You can reach me directly at 206-501-9728, or you can visit us online at kellerwilliamsbellevue.com. You can contact me directly, and I'll provide you a copy of Gary Keller's latest book, The One Thing. Have you heard about how housing prices are on the rise on the east side? Curious about what your home is worth? Whether you're just curious or looking to sell, the Eastside Real Estate Team can provide you with a comprehensive market analysis to help you determine the value of your home. Six-time winner of the Five Star and Customer Satisfaction Award as seen in Seattle Magazine. Just hear what their past clients have to say about them. Tom from Sammamish says, We received a full price offer after only nine days on the market. They're a great team, and I recommend them without hesitation. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. You're a local mortgage expert right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, February 23rd show. Very excited to have our next guest in studio, first time visiting uh, Keelan and myself, Michael Abrahamson of Rainier Title. And we're going to be talking about video and social media. Michael, thank you so much for joining us in studio. Well, thank you for having me here. And, I'm excited. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great uh, great segment with you. A little bit about Michael. Michael works for Rainier Title and account as a account manager. He has been at Rainier Tile since 2016, but has been in the real in real estate since 2001. He has an extensive knowledge in real estate, but his true passion is teaching. And what an educator uh, you are, Michael. Michael is a licensed clock hour, uh, certified clock hour instructor and teaches a number of continued education classes in real estate agents. He is here today to talk about uh, his most popular class, which is Video 201, Definitely real estates need to know about video. Love it. Michael, um, can you elaborate a little bit for us? What sets you apart from account managers out there? What sets me apart? Well, uh, so many what, things. Yeah, one word, video. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, what I come across most when I meet real estate agents is what can you do me? What can you do for me that my title rep's not doing for me already? So yeah. video. I mean, none of them are doing it, and I think everyone should be doing it. And what I do is I show them the value that it can create for them in marketing uh, to get them more buyers and sellers, and they just love it. Yeah, so. and you're, the class that you go through, it's, in, uh, it's a detailed class, but what they take away is so easy for them to be able to do this. And I remember how you taught me how to do my video. I mean, literally, it was done with just in a few minutes. So I think, um, you know, just the techniques of learning how to use technology, we're talking about technology here with Dan and Dan mm-hmm. on the real estate side. And with video, just embracing, you don't have to have a, uh, an edited video. It's just using what you already have on your phone. And then also, you're just really, uh, an inspiration and a little bit of motivation to get them over the curve of being afraid of 
getting on video and saying, I think that's a talent that you have with your education uh, piece and your passion around it. So that's great. Well, Michael, uh, tell us a little bit about what the benefits are of making a video. Well, the number one benefit I see in it is recognition. You want people Mm -hmm. to recognize you. You want them to think of you whenever they think of real estate or uh, doing a loan. If you're a real estate agent or a loan officer or actually in any kind of sales. If you're in sales, you want to be front of mind for people when they think of whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. So in making that video, um, because I tell people when you're making them, you want to be their real estate agent. You just don't want to be a real estate agent. You want to be their real estate agent. So again, when you're in these conversations and they're thinking of things that have to do with real estate, you want them to think of your face. And the easiest way for them to do that is to make a video. Yeah. really is. I like that. Well, people want to work with people they like as well. And it's hard to like somebody from a picture. Insert a million smart comments there. <laughs> but, right. But you, you really, you can't get to know somebody from a picture at all and just kind of get some, to know somebody's dynamics. You connect with people. Um, can you elaborate a little bit on how video and, and can help you to create relationships on social media? That is a great question because that's one of the things I really go over a lot in one of my classes is people don't think you can create re- relationships online and actually you can. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of people do is they post and they they wait and they wait and they wait to see what happens, uh-huh. right? So if they get a thumbs up, people get excited. If you comment on things, people get even more excited. So how I'm educating people on how to do this is when you are online, you have to show interest in other people's posts. And mm-hmm. how do you do that? You comment on these posts. So not only do you comment, but the best thing that you can do to, uh, to build a relationship and to build a conversation mm-hmm. online is to ask a question. So if somebody posts something online of of them at Niagara Falls, don't just give them a like or just don't say, cool, you're at Niagara. You know, ask them a question. What were you doing there? Hey, yes. When did you get there? Question mark. Or is that Niagara Falls? Question mark. You know, Uh you want to ask because you know what they're going to do when they see that you've asked them a question online? They are going to start a conversation with you. They are going to answer you. So in doing that, because there's a lot of people you see online that you probably don't see that often. And then when you do run into them, hey, you just have a conversation that you can start with them because you had that conversation with them online and it builds that relationship. Yeah, so true. And so let's talk about, because you're really big on brand and that's uh, something that we have in common because I you know, really believe in uh, being your unique self and building a brand around that because we all have a gift to share with the world, but we've got to embrace it first ourselves before we can do that. And what an amazing gift with technology again and video to be able to present that information. Dan um, Wingard was talking about, I mean, you know, billions of people could say all over the world we can see each other. And so talk a little bit about brand and how you help agents uh, find that space for them. Okay. Uh, well, about creating a brand, the most important thing is to, to get clear on what you want to create when you are doing things online. Uh, so many times I get on there and I, I'll go on to somebody's um, Facebook page or something, and there is 10, 15, 20 different things that I'm looking at on their one page. Mm-hmm. So what I try to get them is get them clear on what they want to create and mm-hmm. focus on three or four things that you want people to know who you are. Oh, good. You said three or four. Three <laughs> or four. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, yes. If you have 10, that's fantastic. However, if you focus on three or four, that's 
that's what you, they're going yep. to remember you as. You have 10 things, it's a lot harder to remember you. Yes. So when they go on there, they know you're going to be educating them or you're yeah. going to be doing something behind the scenes or sharing your vacation time with your family. Create that brand for these people so they know, again, you know who you are. They want to know who you are. They want to know yeah. that you're a real person, too. Yeah. So when you're making these videos, you just don't want to do one thing and educate them on a video. You want to let them see your real life as well. But not everything in your life, obviously. There are some yeah. things you don't want to share. Uh -huh. However, focus on the positive when you're online and post those things. Yeah, and I love the fact with video that you're able to showcase other people um, through video. And I just think that's so exciting uh, with uh, video and technology as well. Isn't it funny, Tina, when you bump into people now, they like know your whole, like, you remember how we used to catch up with people? Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. You don't even catch up. They're like, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you I just know. got back from. Yeah. Oh, wow. How, oh, social media. And, and then you just look like an idiot because you're like, don't we sell the other? Yeah, I know. And you're like, oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's on a different story. So um, how hard is it to, uh, to, to make a video? I mean, some people, um, paralysis by analysis, we said. You know, there's a lot of tools out there. I mean, how tough is it? Correct. I mean, when I first started doing video, I was very intimidated. Um, and I was on this app and it, it would, I'm not kidding, it would take me like an hour and a half to record the video. I would edit it. I'd put sound on it. Mm -hmm. And then I, I mean, it would take me 20, 30 takes just to make the video <laughs> until I discovered that it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. People actually like it when you kind of mess up on a video. Mm -hmm. So I started putting that stuff in it and had a, a lot better success. Uh, but as far as, it's so easy now. So it used to take me an hour and a half. I mean, from start to finish now, it takes me about, from making the video to editing it to posting it, it takes me about 10 minutes. Yeah, so it is awesome. very simple, mm -hmm. and I just show them the easy steps on how to do it and, you know, to get over that fear. That's yeah. the biggest obstacle well, I think the that biggest they create. Thing that you, you do is, is you really fear. build, yeah. A, yeah, you really help them with getting rid of that fear. You don't have to, it's, you don't have to wait until you have this or that and look this way or that way. Uh, just make it happen. And what you're doing is you're in your class is you're actually making them make it happen right there. So it's breaking down that barrier a little bit when they actually get on it and do it. Um, yeah. is the first step. Yeah, I mean, people love that we do that in the class because they're used to going to these clock hour classes and they just hear a teacher speak for three hours, three or four hours, mm -hmm. whatever it is, but they are actually participating. We're making we're making videos, we're posting them online, we're doing live Facebook. I mean, yes. we're doing stuff that they're not used to doing and mm -hmm. by the time they get done with it, they are excited and they're making videos and they're loving it. Yeah. So, so Michael, let's talk about when is too much when it comes to video? I mean, if you're if you are now you've taken down that barrier and they're confident and they're ready to do video, what's too much? Well, on video, I've never seen too much video. Um, however, obviously, you use your common sense. You don't want to be posting something every single day for people to uh -huh. people are going to stop watching them. Mm -hmm. So you want to still hold their interest to create that value. So I would say, me personally, I hold myself to two videos a week okay. that I want to post. If you're doing one a week, that mm -hmm. is fabulous. Mm -hmm. Three or four, or five, I mean, if you get up there, people are, I, I believe they're just going to stop watching them. Yeah. I mean, they might like them, but they'll stop viewing them. And mm -hmm. I always go off how many views I'm getting rather than how many likes I'm getting. Mm -hmm. So I'll post a picture and I'll get maybe 30 or 40 likes. I'll post a video, I'll get four, five, 600 views. Yeah. So it just shows you how powerful video is. So it's kind of back to the same thing when we were starting with blogging and that was kind of the big thing. It was like, you know, do you want a, one a week minimum or two to three maximum? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, where should and how, well, we, we kind of touched on how often, but uh, where and when should we be posting these videos? 
Well, that's another great question. So I've heard different times and different days that people should be posting. However, I believe that any time that you can post is a good time because <laughs> you know what? You're doing it. So mm -hmm. people, um, I, I've gone over time, um, time blocking with Tina before, and that's what I tell people. I'm like, block out some time. Like if it's gonna, if you're gonna do it once a week, block it out on Friday at three, three to four. You're gonna make a video. You're gonna post it. You're gonna edit it. You're gonna do all that stuff. And just make sure you do it. Yeah. So um, obviously, all the the sites are good. I mean, I'm doing right now. I do LinkedIn. I do Instagram and Facebook are my biggest ones. I put everything on YouTube on my own page because that's the easiest way to get everything out yeah. to those uh, media places. So. Um, just make sure you're doing it. Doesn't matter when you're doing it, just do it. And there is, there's all the technology behind the scenes as well that you can look into to see how much time people are spending on it, which people are most interested in the information that you're giving them. So you can kind of do a little bit of your own AI on the back end um, to, to really strategically um, engage with the people that are most need your services, right? Right, mm -hmm. right, right. Yeah. So, Michael, you're just a really fun guy, and I know that your class is very engaging, uh, which helps uh, break down the barriers a little bit of uh, being afraid of video for some of the agents that might be listening. But I'd love it for you to break down of what you go through during your uh, class, and it's it's complimentary unless they want the clock hours, right? Right. Yeah. So, I, well, I, I do a, a lunch and learn that's about an hour and a half to two hours. Okay. And then we do a four-hour clock hour class. And it's $10 a clock hour, so it's a $40 class. It's a four-hour class. Uh -huh. And what we do in the class is a, a lot about what I talked about here today. I'm, I'm going to show you how to build relationships, how to create your brand. We, um, I actually have you FaceTime someone. If uh, There's a lot of people in the class who have never FaceTimed anyone on their phone. Uh -huh. Wow. So, and that helps them get comfortable being in front of the camera. Because um, everything we do, we do on the phone. Um, we're going to do on your camera phone. We're going to do on FaceTime live. So after, after we do the uh, FaceTime, we go live on Facebook. And I have them go live for two minutes. They have no idea what they're going to say. They have no idea what they're going to do, but they all do it. Uh -huh. and, they have a, and they have a great time. And they see how easy it is to talk to people. Yeah. And what I ask them to do is when they see people on because people, you can see who's look, watching you when you yes. go live. I have them communicate with them and they have a conversation with mm -hmm. them. And it just really helps to get them comfortable. And then um, I sh actually show them a few uh, videos on YouTube to show them why they should be posting uh, and making videos mm -hmm. to see how popular they are. I mean, I show them U uh, YouTube videos that have 30 million views. And it could be some, it's a guy going around New York City testing fried chicken. And yeah. 30 million people, it doesn't matter so I'm, I'm just showing them that it doesn't matter what you post because everyone thinks you have to have this great idea mm -hmm. and it has to be perfect and it doesn't. Yeah. All, all you got to do is make one and people will watch it. And I think for real estate agents, I mean, it's just because you're out there in, in the community, you're building communities, um, educating people in communities. Get out there and do a Facebook Live for, with the local business owners that are in the area that you're targeting and, you know, uh, put a show together. I just think that would be so uh, beneficial for everyone, them and their clients and the business owners. Owners, and what a great way to build your business as well. There's some really creative things that you can do yeah. uh, when you embrace video. Well, Michael, um, I'm, you got me excited about it, and I'm sure <laughs> some of our listeners out there are going, what the heck, how do I get involved in that? So can you elaborate a little bit on how can people uh, get connected with you and uh, get signed up for some classes and, um, and get your guidance? Okay, well, 
the best way is to go on our website. That's going to us because I'm doing these video classes once a month, every second Thursday of every month, uh, right here in Bellevue. Um, we're going to have all those posted on our Rainier Title website. So mm-hmm. that's RainierTitle.com. You can go to that and just look at education, and they're all going to pop up. And some of my videos will be on there if you want to see what the videos look like. Or you can always go on my uh, go on my Facebook page and look at me and look at the videos and say hi to me, man. I would love to start a conversation <laughs> with you. Love that. So. I'm excited to have you for our Power Hour Lunch and Learn coming up here a little bit later in the year as well. Yes. So yeah, we'll get some face-to-face. Well, Michael, thank you so much for coming in and joining us in studio. It was a pleasure to have you here. Thank you very much. And this is your host, Tina Mitchell, signing off for the day. You keep forgetting your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Oh, oh my God. What the heck? (laughs) (laughs) Signing off for the day, your local mortgage experts. (laughs) And we'll be here same place, same time next week right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC.